all have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey. You've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. And today we're going to talk all about pornography and a whole bunch of other topics like sexual health and sexual pleasure to help you improve your sex life. With me today is Spencer Barrick, entrepreneur turned porn star. You might know from his adult performances as Damon Dice. He's also been in the secret sex lives of porn stars and podcasts like Holly Randall's Unfiltered. He's also the contract male performer for Belessa. We're going to talk about that later. We're also going to talk about the differences between real life sex and porn sex, amongst other things. Before we start our chat with Spencer, I want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you can also access the world's largest lifestyle dating platform. Use my promo code 7070 to get two months free at SDC. That's 7070 to get two months free at SDC.com. So get ready to shamelessly embrace your lexuality with Spencer and I. Let me tell you a little bit more about my special guest today. Spencer is a contracted performer for Belessa, who is the number one leading female porn company. He's also the co-founder for PS Condoms and the co-founder for Can Be Done CBD. He's also the producer of The Porn Star Method, and he's been featured in The Secret Sex Lives of Porn Stars. Otherwise known as Damon Dice, welcome to my show, Spencer. It is such a pleasure to have you on here with me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> We're going to have a good time today. We're going to talk a lot about sex and a lot about porn. What do you think? <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so I have a lot of questions for you today. And where I want to start is where you got started because you were an entrepreneur before you segued your career into porn stardom so let's talk about that a bit can you share with us yeah so um when i graduated from college uh, in 2011 i started a tech company called ibar and it was a live streaming platform that would live stream video from bars restaurants music festivals charity events and uh at that time i won several grants from the state the universities in the area and just you know was on this entrepreneurial path and, um, you know, I learned very quickly that money goes very quickly when you're, run, when you're starting a startup, especially in technology. At the tune of paying developers $85 an hour, um, that money goes really quick. And this was a decade ago, so it's prices have gone down a little bit, but this is when apps were first starting to kind of come on the scene. And um, I was running out of the initial money real quick, and I was like, damn, I need to make money fast. Um, I Googled, how can, how can I make money quick? <laughs> like, literally... <laughs> on Google is like, how can I make money quick? And one of the things that popped up was webcamming. So with that, I was like, all right, that's, that's an option. So myself and one of our promo girls, um, we started webcamming together to help fund the startup. So I was able to keep the lights on, you know, pay the server fees, pay our developers. Fast forward a year, said, said promo girl, she started shooting amateur porn in Florida and then moved out to LA. In 2015, she was named Best New Starlet in all of porn for both AVN and XBits. 
so this girl that was one of my good friends, um, you know, she, her career really started to take off. Um, we were able to fund my startup uh, through us web came in together. Next thing you know, she becomes this big porn star. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like my, my good friend is this porn star. I ended up moving out to LA and, you know, I didn't jump into porn right away. I was in Los Angeles for a year before I got into the industry because I was still running my business and, you know, just going down other, other, other paths in entrepreneurship. And uh, next thing you know, <laughs> I'm like, I need to make more money to keep this thing going. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you should try doing porn. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to do porn. Like, <laughs> my, my grandma would kill me. <laughs> so yeah, I took the dive. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, like I'm, a, I'm an exhibitionist. So I, you know, I feel comfortable being naked in front of other people, being naked on camera. So that wasn't the issue for me. It was more so like the people, like my family and friends, like what they would think about me doing porn. So that was my biggest hurdle was like, just worrying about what people would think about me. So that's how I really got in was to fund my startup and a couple other startups that I invested in over the past few years. Um, the startups that I'm working on now with the condom company and uh, the CBD company, I've helped fund those startups with, uh, with the adult industry as well. So nice. it's uh, very atypical of how my funding approach or funding strategy <laughs> uh, has been on this journey, but it's, uh, it's got me to where I'm at and I, you know, I would never take that back. It's a little different than Kickstarter, but you know. More, more like Dickstarter. <laughs> Dickstarter. I love that. Yeah. So that, that's, a, it's been an interesting journey to say the least. So started as an entrepreneur, got into the adult industry, kept my entrepreneurial endeavors going. I didn't stop being an entrepreneur while I've been in the adult industry. So you'd mentioned that, that you were concerned about the way your friends and family might perceive you if they knew that you were performing in adult entertainment. Were you able to overcome that? Well, it got to the point where, cause I was a closeted porn star for the first year and a half. So the first year and a half I was doing it, nobody knew except for my close friends. And then it got to the point where like my scenes were going out on Pornhub and I was out there. So it was getting to the point where like I had to tell people before they found, I'd rather tell people before they found out on their own. Right. So I ended up telling my parents, uh, I told my dad right away, mom was a little tougher because uh, I'm a mama's boy and I didn't want, you know, to hurt her, upset her. So I ended up telling her I was almost two years, like a year and a half in and I was shooting for this company out in Arizona on my birthday. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to tell my mom, I can tell her on my birthday because she can't get mad at me on my birthday. <laughs> so she called me on my birthday and singing happy birthday to me. And um, I'm just quiet on the other, the other end of the line. And she's like, honey, what's wrong? I was like, mom, I have something to tell you. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, I know you're not gay. <laughs> you, know, some, you know, kids yeah. come up to their parents like, mom, I have to tell you something. It's, you know, sometimes it's that. Or so she said that. And she's like, you didn't get someone pregnant, did you? Like, no, it's not that. She's off with their first two guests. And I was like, mom, I'm, I'm shooting porn. She's like, are you going to be famous? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like why? That, that's the question you have to ask me. Are you going to be famous? <laughs> like, maybe. So yeah, I just, I got to the bridge where it was getting to the point where people were going to find out and I wanted to you know, tell people before they did. And I just felt more comfortable with it as well. Um, just because like, I wasn't ashamed of doing porn mm -hmm. at first, but I kind of was ashamed of what people thought because of my entrepreneurial past and like, you know, all this accolades I had in college. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a different kind of phase of my life than what people knew me as. So it was just like, I was worried, how, worried about how people would view me because like their view of me was something completely, completely different over the years. So it was just like, 
went from one thing to another and it was just like a little worrisome, but you know, I, I crossed that bridge and got through it. Well, good for you for surmounting that. That's incredible. It sounds like you had a much more positive experience and reaction from people than you anticipated in the beginning. Yeah. And also a big part of it was for business um, because a lot of the people that I was dealing with in business are, you know, suits, we call them, you know, investors, like just they're old people who are kind of out of touch and wouldn't get it. And there's also a point in time where uh, one of the companies I was working with, we were working with some youth groups and uh, like um, youth football camps. Mm-hmm. So even at that point in time, like I even took some time away from the adult industry while we were doing stuff with the kids, just because I didn't want, you know, to kind of create any animosity or just like have people worry about that. You know, because sometimes people worry about, oh, you do porn, like you should be around kids. So I was, I was even though that's, you know, their thought, or their yeah. view of it, but, you know, that did affect, um, you know, some, some work and me working with, I, I love working with kids and mentoring uh, young entrepreneurs and young athletes. So, you know, that's where my real passion's at, but my career kind of, you know, some people had issues with that. Um, so it's, it's been interesting. Say at least with that side thing. Oh wow, what a story! <laughs> I want to address what you said before, though. Something that stood out for me is you said you weren't ashamed to do porn, but thinking about the way that other people might feel about it might have made you feel ashamed about it. I want to explore that a little bit more deeply because when it comes to not just porn but anything related to sexuality, there's a lot of shame that's embedded in it, which is, you know, the mission of this show and like my personal mission too is for everybody to feel free to express their sexuality or like I like to say their lexuality shamelessly because those feelings of shame really prevent us from having those open conversations about sexuality. And it really sucks because people are judgmental and we want to be able to feel like we can express ourselves the way that we choose to because it's about our lives, not affecting anybody else's. So I can understand how you might feel that way, especially when it comes to, you know, the suits or (laughs) the business opportunities that you wanted to have and not have, you know, the way that these suits were perceiving you or perceiving your profession as an adult performer, um, you not wanting to have that have any effect or bearing on the decisions that they made when it came to backing you, for example, as an entrepreneur. A lot of it's just like the social constructs that we have. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to break away from those, but once you are able to kind of liberate yourself, um, you know, from those constructs, it's very, very empowering. So it's, it's yeah. been good to finally face, because I, I, I kind of just kicked it to the side. I never really confronted it. And then once I was able to really confront it and, you know, I'm talking about it, Um, you know, openly, it's been really beneficial to me and other people that have, you know, been in my position or are going through my position right now. Speaking of being liberated, you are, I think, the only porn star that comes to mind that, you know, you perform under the name Damon Dice and you are an entrepreneur under Spencer Michael Barrick. But a lot of people also know you, know them to be, you know, the same person. So, you know, even people who are following you as a porn star watching your performances can find out what your real name is pretty easily. And, you know, you operate pretty openly under Spencer. So was there, you know, was that a conscious decision to do that? Like, what was the reasoning behind that? It's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, So when I created Damon Dice, that was my alter ego in which I was able to operate and raise money and perform while I was still being Spencer running my startup company. So like, I wasn't going to have my porn under Spencer because that was in that period where 
you know, I didn't want anyone to know I was doing porn. So I had that alias. Right. And then I got to a point, uh, there was an incident a couple years ago. Um, I was in a life or death situation Ooh. and, um, had a situation where I was able to shed my ego, if that makes sense. Um, and Damon Dice was this like alter ego, this ego that I kind of created, um, aside from Spencer. So there was a point in my life where Damon Dice was this person that I've kind of created. It's not me to the core. It's just parts of who I am. So yeah, I, I kind of, you know, I made the decision to chop Damon Dice. Like when I'm on camera, I'm performing as Damon Dice, but social, like outward social media and who I perceive myself is I perceive myself as Spencer because that's who I am. Uh, I didn't want to be known the rest of my life as someone that I wasn't born or like who I really am. So I, I really made that decision to keep Damon Dice as a performer, but then, you know, maintain Spencer Barrick as a, as a person. So it, it's been an interesting dynamic, you know, cause again, like I, I shoot and I perform under Damon. Like, this is what I say when I'm naked, I'm Damon. When I'm closed, I'm Spencer. <laughs> That's kind of, you know, how I am. So, you know, it's like, it's, I kind of compare myself to um, like Batman. Bruce Wayne during the day, the entrepreneur, philanthropist, and then at night, I'm um, Batman. So that, that's kind of, you know, that persona is kind of how I explain the dynamic of Damon and Spencer. <laughs> so does that mean in your personal sex life, when you're not on camera, are you also Damon? Damon makes appearances sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit of both. It just depends on, you know, the partner, the situation, or, you know, it's... Yeah, sometimes I, I have that porn star sex at home, but sometimes, you know, I want that slow stuff, slow romantic sex. So I want to talk about that a bit. Let's talk about real sex versus porn sex, because the kind of sex that you're having in real life and the kind of sex that you're having in porn, you know, there's got to be some overlap, right? But there are definitely some differences. So you are a contract performer for Balesa, and Balesa is known as a female-focused, or, you know, you could say feminist, I guess, in a way, a porn company that is really geared toward female viewers. And it's very different than what we've seen typically in a lot of, you know, male-centric porn productions. And we're seeing more and more these days that porn is being created with more women behind the scenes, behind the cameras, directors, as writing scripts, you know, with the female performers getting more involved with it too. And by male-centric, I mean, you know, your typical, you know, the scene ends when the male performer comes, when there's a come shot. Come shot, end scene, right? That's usually a very typical formula for that kind of porn. Can you share what it's like now to perform for a female-focused porn company like Balesa versus, you know, what you have done previously, you know, for more male-focused pornography? And, you know, you mentioned before, you know, more sensual style sex, you know, as being uh, the kind of sex that you might be more interested in doing in real life. Is it more similar to that when you're performing for a company like Valesa for more female viewers? Me, like, naturally, I'm romantic. I'm, you know, sensual. Uh, I I like the more touchy-feely type stuff. I've never been a big fan of, you know, stepping on a girl's head while I'm behind (laughs) You know, it's, and a lot of the stuff that you see on Pornhub and these big tube sites, you know, it's very male centered, like, you know, come shot to the face, like crazy positions, like me holding the girl up with the legs over her head. Like people aren't doing that in real life. Like it just is what it is. And 
you know, that kind of stuff I've been shooting, I've been mostly shooting gonzo is I guess the genre of it. Um, the majority of my shoots have been like that over the past five, six years, but with Balesa kind of coming onto the scene, I've, it's actually, I've been able to slow things down and shoot more like romantic and I get to kiss my co-star and it's more, we're more connected as opposed to, you know, doing a physical show. Kissing. So, yeah, I know. Like Novel. In, yeah. And I guess normal porn shoots, um, yeah. you know, kissing for like 10, 15 seconds and then you know, boom, you're, you're to sex. There's not a lot of foreplay. Um, yeah. With Valesa, every shoot we do, uh, Jackie St. James, who's the director, she's like, we want at least seven to eight minutes of foreplay before a penis or a vagina is shown. So it's yeah. like really built up. You're really building up that, that tension and that, you know, the, the energy between the performers. So it really gives it that build up, which is very unique. And that kind of sex sounds a lot more representative of what your sex life might be like privately and what real sex looks like anyway, you know, talking about foreplay and kissing, you know, most, (laughs) I mean, most women and, you know, in real sex, it's very unlikely that you can go from just meeting someone for the first time and having sex like two minutes later and you're fully lubed up, ready to go. It sounds like what you're doing now is just more representative of what you enjoy doing sexually in your personal life. And also, I would say, more representative of realistic sex, which is so much better in terms of learning about how to give somebody else pleasure. It really is. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I was joking about it. So most porn shoots are typically like 30 to 40 minutes of like sex. And uh, I was joking, so like, because <laughs> like my at home sex does not last that long. <laughs> 10 minutes, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so at, at work, sex, like, you know, shooting in front of a camera, like, you gotta draw it out. But at home, like, you know, I'm, I'm, we're, we're doing the foreplay and I'm getting in there. I, I don't last as long at home just because it's, you know, it's, I, I get to enjoy it more, so it feels better for me. Yeah. So if it's feeling better, like, I'm, I'm not lasting as long. <laughs> I'm set doing all these crazy positions, you know, I can last forever because it's like, you know, it's just, it's just a different beast. So it's uh, an interesting dynamic of at-home sex and, and real-life sex. And that's something uh, that I, I produced was the Porn Star Method. Um, was a production I did last year, which really breaks down the difference between porn sex and at-home sex. And, you know, showing the difference between the positions, we call it on the porn set opening up. Yeah. So when we open up on a porn set, uh, the positions that we do are very unnatural. They're very rigid. Uh, they're meant for the viewer to see penetration. It's not meant for our pleasure as performers. Yeah. Um, so that's something we really dive into is like, you know, showing missionary position at home, like a regular missionary on top, like you're pressed against your partner. And then a porn missionary where the girl's legs are, she's on her hip and her side, and her legs are spread and she's tilted at like a 45 degree angle towards the camera, which is completely different. So it's cool. We really give a breakdown of, you know, what real sex is and what porn sex is like. And, you know, because a lot of people uh, try to learn sex from porn. Yep. And I tell people that's the last place you want to learn how to have sex <laughs> because most of the time it's just off the wall shit that you shouldn't be doing in a bedroom. Um, yeah. And you guys just get this mentality. It's like, oh, I'm just going to jack hand with this girl and make her come like squirt all over the place. Like, no, it doesn't happen like that. Like what you're watching on Pornhub is not real interpretation of what you should be doing in the bedroom. Yeah. And with Balesa, you know, we show more real life like stuff and things that are applicable in a bedroom for for partners. And um, it's just more realistic. 
So it's it's a good change of pace, and I enjoy working for Blessa and really, you know, just pushing that movement. Nice. Yeah, when it comes to sex, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people listening have probably been with partners, and in this case, you know, partners who thought that the jackhammer approach to having sex was, you know, the way to go. And it just doesn't feel good for the recipient. It just doesn't. And I mean, look, there are, you know, there are some moods or, you know, circumstances where that could be sexy, that could feel good, you know, on a psychological or a physical level. But generally speaking, on average, that is not a pleasurable experience. And it also kind of removes the person from the act. You know, it feels like something is being done to you and that your pleasure, that the other person's pleasure is being taken from you, which I mean is okay under certain circumstances. If you want to talk about like, you know, being, uh, you know, being degraded, sometimes it's fun and everything. But in general, we want to feel as, you know, as women that our pleasure matters and that our pleasure is a priority. You know, like foreplay is really important. You know, it's not just about the angle of penetration or what visually looks good, right? Which is obviously a priority when it comes to porn because like you said, opening up, you want to open up for the camera. You want to show those different angles of penetration. But I mean, on a normal basis, Who's going to do a pile driver? That's like a not a normal position to contort your body into. And I would argue not a pleasurable one either. Part in my personal life and like, I'm like, why the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it's just not a position you do in your normal day to day. Like, it's just not. I, it's, it's like your cervix is getting fucking smashed in. Like, it's just not, you know, it's just not practical. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not practical. And, you know, I'm really happy to see that more and more porn these days is showing foreplay for, you know, everybody involved. I think that's really important, not just to physically prep yourself, but also to mentally prep yourself to get yourself into the game. And I'm really happy to see that because, you know, Unfortunately, a lot of people model what they think sex should be like, you know, they model it from porn. And okay, don't get me started talking about, you know, sexual education and how we need to have better sex ed at, you know, all levels of our development. That's, you know, a whole other story. But I think it's really great that more and more porn, especially female-focused porn, is incorporating these really, you know, logical things when it comes to understanding pleasure. So speaking of pleasure, um, you know, I used to work a little bit uh, behind the scenes in the porn industry. So I have a little bit of an, a better idea, I guess, than maybe some other people who are listening when it comes to what it's like for you or <laughs> other performers to walk on the set and maybe meet the, your co-star for the very first time that moment. And, you know, maybe half an hour, an hour later, you're performing together, you're fucking. And, you know, now it's my understanding that you have, you know, you have, you know, who is directing the scene, you know, who your co-star is usually. Um, but, you know, that wasn't always the case in the past. So could you tell us a little bit more about that experience? Like, how did you handle that? How did you establish chemistry like that with your co-star? Wow. Yeah. So I, I when you said that, I, I felt, I felt, previous situations and past where I've like gone on set. I have no clue who the director is. I have no clue who the girl is. I'm literally going in blind. Yeah. So I just, I just had deja vu of like that feeling. It's just like my stomach just dropping. <laughs> Luckily in my career now, I, I know who I'm working with and like I can pick who I'm working with for the most part. 
Um, but yeah, there's been times I've showed up to set and I meet the girl for the first time. And it's like, we have a couple minutes to get some chemistry and get to know each other. And it's like, it's like speed dating, but for, for porn. <laughs> so it's like, you know, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Where are you from? Like, try to find like commonalities, you know, just like something. Um, that's the biggest part is if, um, like, I can get by on looks. Like, if I'm not as physically attracted to the person, if she's not my type physically per se, like, if you have a great personality and, like, we can find some commonality with that and spark a good conversation, like, if we're vibing like that, that's the most important part. Yeah. So if I'm showing up set and like we can have a good conversation and we're vibing, um, you know, that's the most important thing for me. Um, I've come across situations in girls where I meet them for the first time and they're just cold. Uh. Uh, you know, they won't give me much conversation, whether they're shy or they're having a bad day or just whatever. Um, so I have to get past that. So once the scene actually starts, I have to tune into something that turns me on, whether she has nice breasts or, you know, the certain moan she makes. So there's, there's certain cues or certain like physical or, uh, you know, just certain things that I'm attracted to that help me get to, you know, get through the scene. Um, but yeah, just definitely it's, it's interesting dynamic, you know, meeting people on the fly and then having sex with them 20 minutes later. Yeah. So that's one side of it. The other side of it is, uh, with the directors and producers shooting with the director producing their shop for before you don't know what the, their expectations are. You don't know how they operate. Um, I've had, situations where you know i'm shooting for a director and they're like right up on us so they're like yelling at us like dude harder harder harder. i'm like <laughs> i've never had a director do that to me before but there's one director or like shot for two times i'm like i can't do this this is uncomfortable like you're yelling, <laughs> like yelling at us to do like like you're in my ear it's weird you know i'm not used to someone coaching me during sex yeah so it's uh you never know what you're gonna get um with certain people certain directors so now in my career that i'm a little further in i get to choose who I shoot with for the most part. Nice. Um, so these are co-stars that I've shot with before. We've had great chemistry. Um, you know, so it's, I know what I'm getting myself into. It's not, you know, not like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when you were saying, you know, um, being coached through sex, you know, go harder, change the angle, you know, that kind of thing. When you're watching porn, you know, as a viewer, you don't hear or see any of those things. And there's so much going on behind the scenes, you know, changing angles, stopping, taking breaks, you know, adding more lube, cleaning, uh, you know, cleaning up. A lot, lot to it. A lot, lot that the people don't see that actually goes on beyond a porn set for sure <laughs> and there's so many things that happen in real life sex you know looking for the lube taking breaks laughing like i love laughing during sex because i'm having an amazing time i'm letting loose right so laughing for me is just such a natural thing not laughing at my you know partner <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm having a really good time. But, you know, uh, things like that, you know, uh, tripping over your jeans when you're trying to take them off, falling off the bed, getting, you know, um, getting your head smashed into the headboard like by accident. You know, these are the kinds of things that happen during real sex. And, you know, most of us are used to those kinds of things happening. So if you were, for instance, to produce your own porn, your own brand of porn, what would it look like? What kind of of real life uh, scenarios or feels, you know, would you incorporate in there? Um, so I just started this website. Um, it hasn't gone live yet, but I started this website called smokeandpoke.com. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what that entails? So it's where I'm, I'm a cannabis user myself. 
Um, so myself and my co-star will, you know, roll up uh, some marijuana and we'll smoke smoke while we're having sex. So <laughs> that, that's a little something, you know, along the lines of what I enjoy doing. So I, I'm tying in my passion for cannabis and tying in my passion for sex and putting those together and created Smoking Poke. <laughs> Ooh, that is a great name for a website. Yeah. So that, that was kind of one of my creations based on, you know, some fantasies. That's amazing. And cannabis can have such powerful properties, you know, when it comes to relaxing, you know, mind and body, letting go. And also, you know, uh, it's it could be good for folks who are experiencing sexual pain, for instance. And of course, there's so many other uses for it in different ways that we can use cannabis or, you know, cannabis derivatives for sexual purposes. So, you know, you also are the co-founder of a CBD company called Can Be Done. CBD so can you tell us a little bit about that and all of these intersections which are all coming together so nicely um so with the cannabis side of things um that's an interesting space and uh, it's a couple of things with sex and marijuana that have kind of co-mingled they've both been been i call fringe industries yes uh, the whole industry and cannabis have kind of been on the fringe they've never been really mainstream so the co-mingling of the two of those are something that i've had passion with i have a cbd company called can be done um, we actually started Can Be Done to formulate a CBD lubricant. A CBD lube is antibacterial, antiviral. It eases swelling and inflammation and increases blood flow and sensation. Nice. So a lot of a lot of females um, they have uh, pain during intercourse, mm-hmm. um, whether it's male size or just females have pain in general. So it the CBD helps with the pain management um, and it helps uh, recovery. So. Uh, during and after sex, the female can get micro tears in the vagina and the CBD helps repair those micro tears, helps ease the pain, uh, kills bacteria, fights off all the bad stuff. It, it really just really protects your vagina. So with that, it's just, you know, having cannabis in your system, whether you're smoking before you have sex or having CBD as a lube, it, it really, cal- it's a calming, easing effect, you know, whether you ingest it. So before, before scenes now, um, I'll take CBD before seeing. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was taking Viagra, I was taking male enhancers uh, to get the blood flowing, to get, you know, to get fully erect during a scene or to keep it hard for, you know, 45 minutes. But, you know, now I don't do that. I just use CBD because I've learned that the biggest thing for me is for me to be at my top performance is to, you know, just be really zeroed in, really focused, just really calm. So the lower my heart rate is, the lower, you know, the, the less anxiety I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so CBD is really good uh, for anxiety, uh, anti-anxiety. So that's the main reason why I use it before seeing it just kind of helps calm the nerves, especially if I'm working for a new company or I'm shooting with a new girl, there's, there's, I have this automatic nerve. So the CBD really helps me calm down and it really, really helps me get the zone. So using it, uh, you know, orally or administering it topically as a lubricant, you know, it has so many benefits, um, you know, for your whole body. Um, so that's something we've been diving into and, you know, seeing all these benefits and, and a lot of the girls in our industry, um, they use their vaginas for work uh, multiple days a week. So, you know, that's their moneymaker. They got to protect that. Yeah. Um, so we formulated some lubes that a lot of the girls are using right now and they credit our products to really helping them get through, you know, their week. It helps them kind of repair. It helps, you know, helps them calm down, helps them with their anxiety. So it's been really beneficial for people in our industry 
um, and people outside of our industry that want to incorporate cannabis into their sex life. Yeah, and I'm so on board for that. You know, anything that gets you out of your own head so you can be mindful and you can actually enjoy the physical experience so much more. That's fantastic. And a lot of people uh, also, porn porn star or not, you know, if you're having sex and especially if it's like a newer partner, you, you, a lot of people, I'm not even going to say the females, it's, it's everyone. They are always thinking outside, like, you know, just they're always in their minds yeah. thinking about what's going on outside or this or that, or, you know, uh, I'm not feeling too good today. Like, you know, my hair's messed up, whatever. Like <laughs> CBD really helps kind of helps you get out of your head. It really helps you be in the moment with yourself and with that person you're with. And it just really blocks out a lot of the things that are flying through your head, you know, pre-sex, during sex. I, we can't we can't state that in uh, like you know our advertising and claims and whatnot, but right. we have enough uh, efficacy, I guess you'd say, like from people using our products um, to you know to claim that it really helps with that. So a lot of the feedback that we've gotten is like it just really helps clear your mind. It just helps you be in the moment. Um, which is very, you know, it's that's key when you're having sex and really trying to connect with your partner. Yeah, and that is so important. You know, there's so many things like our our brains are so busy. You know, maybe in the moment there are times when you know any of us can be prone to this. You know, moments of you know lacking confidence, thinking you know, especially if it's a new partner. Oh my God, you know, what if uh, they don't like my body? I don't want to turn at this angle. I don't want them to see me this way. Maybe we should turn the lights off, you know, just always questioning ourselves or, you know, uh, feeling like maybe the other person might, you know, judge us or look at us a certain way for maybe something we enjoy or, you know, like maybe you want to ask for something sexually and you're afraid to do that. Or maybe you're just having a really, you know, stressful day or like thoughts of your grocery list or anything else keep cropping up. Our minds are just busy. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes that really does get in the way of being able to physically enjoy ourselves and just let go. And then finally, you know, once we do let go of all the stuff that's, you know, circulating in our brain, we can actually connect with the person who or the people (laughs) that we're with and enjoy ourselves. And, you know, when your partner sees you let go and they can they see how much you're enjoying what's going on on various levels, they feel, too, that they can also let go and enjoy the pleasure of it and the connection behind it yeah and that's a lot of things that we preach with the porn star method is it's not just all you can come physically prepared all you want but 90 percent of it is mental when you're in the bedroom and when you're about to engage in sex um you know if you're have performance anxiety or if you're a guy and you get nervous like that's the biggest thing for guys and performance uh um for their sexual performance is anxiety yeah the second second you have anxiety your heart rate goes up and it's harder for you to you know get an erection yeah um so that's something where like you're able to kind of slow things down and you know just be centered with yourself you know that really helps out so a lot of people think they need like you know like these pills that are going to increase your heart rate and get you going increase the blood flow but actually it's if you decrease blood flow to certain areas and you can really center it and focus it to that area it's you know it's very beneficial so it's um you know we really try to teach you know the mental aspect the mental preparation of you know just your 
forays in the bedroom. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, sometimes we just want to use CBD, even if it's just like for, you know, masturbation purposes, just to take a break and get out of our head for a little bit. You know, our brains work overtime all the time. You know, they're tired. They need a break. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. That's why I like at home, at home sex, because I just don't have to think about where the camera's at or how long am I holding this position for? Or, you know, there's so many things you have to think about on a porn set that when you're at home, it's, it's great. You don't have to think about it. It's just, you just enjoy it. <laughs> and I mean, I've seen porn being produced, but you know, I can't really imagine myself in that position of a performer where I have, you know, the producer, the director, like screaming, spread your legs wider. You know, like I can't imagine being able to handle all of that input when I'm just trying to have sex. You know, there's, that's why it's so difficult, you know, to look at porn and and, you know, see that it can be a pleasurable experience when one thing is so far removed from the act of entertaining people through a performance. <laughs> yeah, you have to have very strong mental fortitude to deal with some, some situations in, in pornography. Yeah, and being a porn star or a performer is a job like anything else. And I mean, you can enjoy what you do. Absolutely, you can enjoy the people that you're doing it with. But at the end of the day, it's a job, right? It has requirements. Like, for instance, you know, you have to <laughs> you have to physically be there. Show yeah. Up. yeah, you know, and for most female performers, there's a lot more prep work involved to, you know, showing up and being on time, you know, and there's considerations like makeup or and wardrobe and, you know, uh, cleaning yourself out, douching or enemas, depending on the kind of scene that you're doing, you know, grooming. It is. And, you know, some people think that for male performers, like your job is easy. All you have to do is show up and fuck her, you know, all you have to do is show up and, and fuck, right? But, you know, there's so much more behind it, too. You know, you have to prep, too, in a, in a variety of different ways, you know, physically and and uh, and mentally. And, you know, also when you're on set and you are performing, part of your job is to make sure that the, you know, the talent that you're working with, your co-star, looks good and that they feel good so that everything looks good on camera and they're comfortable also working with you at the same time. Can you give a little bit more insight into what it is that you do to prepare on all of those different levels? Okay, I'll start with the first part, with hygiene and health. Yeah. Um, so it's always good to shower before you go to set. <laughs> you know, even if you're driving from you know, you're stuck in LA traffic for one hour driving from home to a set, you can get a little sweaty. And you know, it's good. I, like first thing I do when I get set is I shower, wash off. If there's not a shower there, at minimum, I'll baby wipe my balls and just in that area, just, <laughs> you know, so it, it's, you know, it's nice to uh, stay groomed, not to have too much hair. So it's, you know, it's maintained, I like, take care of myself in that sense. My beard grows pretty fast. <laughs> So, you know, sometimes I'll do a clean shave, but I, this is my look. I'm a little rugged. Uh -huh. um, so I try to be mindful of, like, if right when I, a couple days after, I, if I shave, shave, like, to not have this, like, that stubble. When it's yeah. a little longer, it's better. So I try not to shoot when I'm, like, stubbly um, because rubbing that on a vagina, you get a little, you know, yeah. you get a little rashy. <laughs> um, Health-wise, I've been an athlete my entire life. Even throughout college, I was an athlete. So I've been training physically even before I got to porn. So I, I've 
was kind of built for this, uh, you know, because you have to be pretty strong, flexible. You have to have good endurance. So with that, like, I, I've been able to carry over a lot of the health regimens I've had through high school and college. You know, I eat very healthy. I try to, you know, I, my body is like a like a car. You got to put good fuel in your in your car. Um, so I, you know, mostly mostly vegan. Uh, I eat fish and chicken, other meats every once in a while, but I just try to eat really clean and healthy. And that also translates into your your semen because if you're you have a bad diet you're smoking cigarettes you're drinking sodas you're eating stuff that's high in sugar high in fat that's what's going to come out of you is just you know your your cum is just not going to be as clean yeah um so in that regard i you know i take care of my health and i eat good food stay hydrated that's the biggest thing is if you know you want to perform at your highest you got to have that water in your body and stay hydrated yeah so yeah, just overall, just try to keep a good, you know, good, good diet that for me as a performer. And I know a lot of the other male performers are very uh, conscious of what they put in their bodies. Yeah. Um, that's the guy, you don't see guys that are slobs, um, you know, on a porn set for the most part, there's some, you know, some slip through the cracks here and there, but you know, they, they make up for it with their foot long dick. So with making my co-star kind of, I always talk about this. Um, my job is to make my co-star shine. Like I'm, I look at myself as secondary when I'm on a porn set. Um, I try to make the, my female counterpart look as good as she can, whether it's putting her in the right positions or, you know, having her twist at the right angle. So she looks good for the camera. I'd say 90% of the scenes that I shoot, um, 90% of the entirety of the scene, like, I'm more so directing it per se. Like I'm moving the girl into the positions. Like I'm I literally, I'll tell the girl, like, just follow my lead. And it's like that for 90% of the time, because like, I'll literally, I, I just, I've done this so many times. Like I know the best way to make the, the girl look good. So um, it, it's good to every once in a while, find a girl that has the same level of experience as me. Cause then it becomes a little battle. Cause are like <laughs> trying to like battle for control. Um, but uh, for, for the most part, I, you know, just, try to get the girl in the right position. And even like when we have to rehearse lines, like I'll make sure that, you know, like I'll know, know my lines, but I want to make sure that she knows hers and that my co counterpart is, you know, comfortable with her lines. And, you know, I just want to, if they like, is this good? And like, I, I try to, you know, just boost them up. Like you're doing amazing and try to, you know, not only physically put them in the right place, but mentally put them in the right place as well. And just call them beautiful and compliment them um, and just make them feel good. Cause if you, you, you know, you feel good, you perform good. Um, so it's it's mind, body, and soul with all that. So I try to hit all points when I'm, you know, at work. See, and that's a lot, you know, that's a lot to consider. It's a lot of things that people might not think about, you know, and that's <laughs> and that's all like before you even start the scene and even, you know, during the scene. What what about after? The scene that honestly the scene's the easiest part. <laughs> like all the stuff before the scene's hard. Like I, we've got like 45 minutes of paperwork. You know, we got to do, we got to do still pictures, which is kind of annoying sometimes because like we're kind of having sex, but we're not. For those of you that don't know what stills are uh, before a porn shoot, we take photos of us having sex before we actually do the video of sex. And it's literally like, we'll do like doggy style. I'll put my, my dick right at the entrance of the vagina. We're not like having sex, sex. We're like have to be still for every position. So it, it's, that's that's it, it's kind of annoying because it's a tease like all right we're kind of having sex but we're not it's very mechanical very robotic you know it, it's just very like 
it's kind of a tease and it's also like it's not you know you're not able to get into it um so that's that's tough and then you know learning lines and really nailing those that can be challenging sometimes like i'm relieved like once they say action and we're ready to have sex because it's like when i just you know i can just go and, and do what i'm good at <laughs> and, and uh after the scene it's probably different for different you know scenarios and you know different people who are involved but you know is it just like hey you know thanks for the fuck like you go shower and that's it kind of deal like how does that go <laughs> Uh, it, it depends. Uh, most of the time, you know, it's another health and hygiene tip. After you have sex, it's very important to shower um, after sex, especially for the females, because you just, you get bacteria in your vagina and just, yep. you know, you want to clean out, especially if there's like a cream pie, you want to just wash, just, it's always good to wash out, clean it out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not good to, like, I've gotten a rash before, like I've shot a scene that we had sex. I like am in a rush to like go to a meeting or do something else. I don't have time to shower. And then like, I'm just like, it just gets funky, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's always good to shower afterwards. Um, it depends on the girl. Sometimes there's been times where me and the girl, we've had such an amazing scene. It's like, Hey, what are you doing after this? Nice. <laughs> you know, like let's, uh, let's keep it going. Um, so that, that, that's happened before. So that's always fun. Um, sometimes very rarely it's like, Good riddance. <laughs> like, like it's. There's been times I've probably shot like 700 scenes, so there's been a couple oh. where like I can't wait to get to the cum shot. I'm like, thank God, this is almost over. <laughs> I can't wait for this to be over. Thank God. We have to stay at the office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not every day is you know easy. Even though I'm like I'm having an orgasm, I'm coming, I'm getting paid. Like it's still like, oh. like there's been days where you know like say i'm hanging out at the pool with some like it's a weekend and like i'm hanging out at the pool with friends and i have to go like in the afternoon shit like three in the afternoon i'm like oh shit i gotta go to work and my friends are like shut the fuck up you're about to get paid to have sex <laughs> i'm like you know i was like damn you know what you're right so sometimes like i'll be like i'll catch myself like why am i complaining i'm getting paid to have sex with beautiful women but i'll, I'll still catch myself like i'd rather hang out with my friends and like enjoy that but I still got to go to work. It's still, even though I'm doing that for work, I still got to go to work. <laughs> so, like there's been times where I've caught myself, like my friends will be like, shut the hell up. <laughs> they're like, their office jobs are like, I don't want to hear you complain about your job. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's pretty incredible. You are able to fuck beautiful women and you also have, you know, this whole a dream job that a lot of people have of being an entrepreneur, of being your own boss, you know, and you're doing that for, you know, two different companies that you are, that you co-founded. So, I mean, I can understand your friends being envious of that. But yeah, it's definitely got to be tough to balance everything. Yeah, it, it is a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work, especially being a full-time entrepreneur with several ventures and pseudo full-time with porn. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's definitely tough because one is very grueling physically and mentally. And especially the entrepreneur side, it's just a mental grind every day yeah. um so that's something i've kind of adjusted to over the past few years because there's days like so say i show up to set at 10 in the morning like a typical day for me if you know i'll have a conference call like eight nine in the morning with my team and then i'll go to set i'll do my shoot and then afterwards like i'll have to do follow-up emails like so i'd literally go from entrepreneur to porn star back to entrepreneur 
when I'm not doing porn, like I'm like my life revolves around my businesses and entrepreneurship. So it, it's tough because like, say I give my all during the scene, like, you know, it's, it's 45 minutes of hardcore sex. We're all sweaty. It's, you know, hundred degrees outside. Like it's physically grueling. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do shit afterwards. Yeah. Like I want to go home, take a shower, smoke weed and like watch Netflix. Like I don't want to do shit, but I got to push myself to like turn my brain back on and, you know, get things going. So it's definitely tough doing both at the same time. It's definitely been challenging for sure. That's grueling, you know, going from porn star to entrepreneur, back to porn star and all the prep and then having to, you know, do so much work, you know, as someone who's running, you know, their own businesses. Like I'm an entrepreneur too. I know that sometimes I have these crazy 18 hour days and, you know, uh, that's it, insane to have to balance that as well as, you know, an entire career as a porn star. It's tough, especially like after a, a great scene or like great sex, you know, you get that, you know, that after sex, like brain fog. You're like, oh, like you just like all your endorphins, all your everything's just flowing. Like the last thing you want to do is sit in front of the computer and go over a spreadsheet and crunch uh. numbers. Like I'm just like, but it's, you know, I'm able to compartmentalize and really, you know, I've trained myself to be able to do both. It's still tough. You know, there's days where we're all shooting. I'm like just drained, but then I got to go to meetings afterwards. I got to put that face back on and just like go get it. So it's, you know, I have 18 hour days a lot, you know, where it's both physically and mentally just, you know, it's, it's go, go, go from second to wake up. And you are a very, very busy businessman. And you are also running a condom company, uh, PS Condoms, and a CBD company. Uh, at the same time, you've co-founded these two companies. And they're very much complementary, but they both are fringe, like you had said before, uh, so you know eloquently. And because they're fringe and because they're related to sexuality, there's you know a lot of negative stigma behind all of that. How are you managing all of that in terms of talking about it in the maybe more mainstream to you know open up discourse about sexuality and sexual health in a positive way? I definitely feel like my involvement with the adult industry and being a you know porn, porn performer has really opened up that avenue for me because if I wasn't doing porn, I couldn't see myself you know having the balls to start up like a condom company or like a cannabis company because it would be it would go against my mainstream like business ventures that I you know were accustomed to. Yeah. So it's like you know once I already cross that fuck it bridge with porn, <laughs> that's what I call fuck it bridge. Like I'm able to, you know, cross that same bridge with other industries, these fringe industries, whether it's talking about safe sex or sexual health. If I wasn't a, if I wasn't a porn star, like me advocating safe sex and sexual health and starting a common company would have never happened. Right. Like, I, I just don't see that because I would be like, no, like that's weird to talk about. Like wh- who am I to talk about safe sex and sexual health? But me as an adult performer and like I have all this knowledge in, in this sexual health space and, you know, just like there's actually things that I'm, I've learned through porn that have actually like are beneficial to sexual health and, and teaching it. Um, so like over the years, I've really accrued this kind of knowledge and now I can share that and monetize off of it. It's, it's definitely opened it up for me. And, you know, I, again, I don't think I'd be able to do what I'm doing now if it wasn't for the adult industry. So I really credit making that jump to <clears throat> having the balls to create ventures like this and promote things that are society, stigma in society like cannabis or condoms or set like you know talking about sex so again i cross the fuck it bridge and you know i can talk about these things and, and it's not like i'm you know some random person coming in and starting a cannabis company or a con- like i actually have knowledge in these spaces so it's not 
far off that a porn star would create a, a condom company because it kind of aligns with what we do. And it's, it's, it's unique as well. Um, because a lot of people last, they'll be like, well, you don't use condoms in your, in your scenes, yeah. which is true. There are a couple companies that they do use condoms like Wicked and several yeah. others. Um, but 99% of the companies, they don't use condoms. So my rebuttal is people are like, Oh, well, why are you, why do you have a condom company? You don't use condoms. I'm like, do you get tested for STDs every 12 to 14 days? No. So that's, that's the biggest thing for us as performers. Like we're getting tested very rigorously for every STD in the book. Um, now even they've added COVID to it. So if I'm shooting a scene, I have to be tested for COVID within 48 hours of that, of that scene. So it's, uh, wow. Yeah. So at all times, like I know my status before I was in the adult industry, I would get tested once a year, maybe. So it's just like a lot of people, like they need to use condoms because they are, you know, not having sex with people that are really healthy or they know their status. And also um, a lot of the adult performers that I shoot with, uh, the girls are on birth control. So, you know, I know I'm not going to get a girl pregnant on set because they're uh, secured in that sense. So it's just a lot higher risk uh, for civilians to have sex without condoms as opposed to us, you know, because we know at all times our partners and their status and, you know, what's going to go on with that. So I can promote safe sex and sexual health because, again, as an athlete, I view us as performers as the sexual athletes. So, you know, <laughs> we can promote safe sex and sexual health. Like we're not using our scenes, but we know enough about the like the space and sexual health to where we can, you know, and we have a big enough presence in social media and just out there where we can really make an impact. So yeah. that's part of why I started a condom company was, you know, I see myself as an advocate as that pro in the sex space that can really promote safe sex and sexual health. And even pushing along with that, you know, I've gone to universities with myself and other porn stars and we've gone, done seminars talking to sexual health students or just students in general about safe sex and sexual health. And, you know, just really just driving that line. So it's been, been neat. I think it's amazing that everything that you're doing, you know, as a porn star and also as an entrepreneur, all kind of, you know, feeding into each other. And, you know, as you're creating, all of this, you know, adult entertainment, because, you know, it is entertainment. It could be educational, of course, but it is entertainment. Um, you know, porn can do a lot of great things in a positive way. And it could, you know, connect people. It could be a way for you to bring up potential fantasies or things you might want to try with your partner or your partners. Uh, it could also just, like, give you an opportunity to experiment or explore your own sexuality. Um what positive things, what positive takeaways can we get from the kind of porn that you are currently making in a way that we can apply it to our own personal lives and relationships? Uh, it definitely opens up the wide, of rain, wide array of what sex is. Because if we don't have something as like a base, like what do you know what sex is? Like how do you learn what sex is? If you really think about it. Growing yeah. up was, you know, how do you really learn about sex? And it's, you have to, you have to explore, you have to learn, you have to watch different ways people have sex. Because at the end of the day, like, you, you just don't really know much until you really explore and you learn and you share things that you learn with your partner and vice versa. And, you know, like, hey, this looks cool. I saw this on this, saw this bondage thing they're doing on this one website. We should try that. So I, I, my opinion is you really don't know until you explore and see what's out there. 
Well, I am loving all the things that you're doing, especially because you're focusing a lot on, you know, sexual health and empowerment, uh, which I am all for. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are probably listening right now who want to get their hands on some of that, you know, CBD lube or, you know, some of those vegan condoms from PS Condoms and also maybe just to, you know, chat with you, have a conversation with you, see what you're up to next. How can people reach you after this? Yeah, so I'll do a little plug for my condom company. Yes. Uh, so my condom company is called PS Condoms. PS, it stands for when you write a letter to someone, at the end of the letter, you write a little PS. So it's a little subtle personal touch. We wanted to create a brand that wasn't in your face like Trojan and lifestyles, like with the Trojan man, that whole machismo kind of look. We wanted something that was more subtle, more discussional uh, about sex. So we approach sex in a way that we can discuss it openly. So that's what our brand entails with PS. Um, it's a direct-to-consumer brand. So you can avoid those awkward condom buying experiences, whether it's at the pharmacy or the gas station. <laughs> that's a big selling point for what we do is like you can order the condoms online and you can buy them one time or you can set up a subscription-based model um, and you get a discount if you decide to do a subscription. Nice. Um, and our condoms are vegan. So most people are like, what the hell is a vegan condom? Um, <laughs> So most, most condoms have casein, which is an animal protein, uh, a cow protein. So if you're opening up most condoms and they have that like kind of funky smell or that pow- that powdery kind of uh, substance on them, that's the casein. So most yeah. people don't know that there's ground up cow bones on their condoms. Uh, our condoms are vegan and we use a high grade latex. So again, most condoms have kind of like a milky look to them. With our high grade latex, they're next to clear. Um, so no smell, they're clear, they're 40% thinner than leading condoms, and um, they're just a high-quality condom. Like, you can really just tell the difference when you open it up. Nice. Uh, so you can find us at psgoodtimes.com, or you can check us out on Instagram at PSCondoms. And also, I have my CBD company, it's called Can Be Done, and you can find us at canbedone.com, and our, our um, Instagram is canbedone. Um, so with the CBD, we have tinctures, uh, roll-ons for your face and toothpicks. Um, I was talking about the lube earlier. That's not to market yet. We're in right now. So, uh, that will be coming to a shelf near you and you guys can find me Spencer or Damon, whatever you prefer at Belessa.com, actually Belessa.co, or you can check me out on Instagram at Spencer Michael Barrick. Ooh. So many ways to reach you slash the awesome things that you're doing everywhere. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me. And I am very much looking forward to everything that you have in store for us in the coming months and years. Maybe I'll get get my hands on one of your books and we can uh, recreate that in real life. <laughs> well, you will have your hands on a copy of my book, Mating Season, very, very soon. And we'll talk a lot more about that. <laughs> Thanks again for joining me today, Spencer. And thank you to everyone who listened today. And thank you again to our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you can also enjoy the world's largest lifestyle dating platform. Don't forget to use my promo code 7070 and get two months free at SDC. You can reach me anytime at Lexi Silver. That's
That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y, including at LexiSilver.com and at LexiSilver on all the socials. Come and join me on my other communities and we will connect and see what we have in store that is lectual for you. Thanks again for joining me, Lexi Silver on Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. We appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality. 